the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump calling on House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff to resign. On Twitter this morning, the president writes, Schiff fraudulently read to Congress with millions of people watching a version of my conversation with the president of Ukraine that doesn't exist. As for that phone conversation, Mr. Trump says it was totally on the up and up. My call was perfect. The president yesterday of Ukraine said there was no pressure put on him whatsoever, none whatsoever. And he said it loud and clear for the press. As for the Democrat drive for impeachment, the president describes that as a continuing witch hunt. On Wall Street this morning, stocks have turned mixed. Right now, the Dow is up about 64 points, but the Nasdaq Composite Index is down 12 points. And at the moment, the S&P 500 index trading three points higher. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. Up next, it's Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black. I'm looking forward to Mr. Black coming to you from our Egan Studios next week here on Wellness 1570. Your forecast for this Friday, mostly cloudy and high in the mid-60s. Those clouds will decrease tonight and see low in the mid-40s. And then sunshine in the low 60s for Saturday. Then a good chance of rain showers, likely Saturday night, Sunday into Sunday night. And uh, Monday, we could be be, uh, back up near 80. you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. It may not require a textbook but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. 
High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. When you want your computer fixed right the first time, Arby's is the place. Hi, this is Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Why is it that your cell phone is replaced every two to three years with no thought about cost, but when it comes to your computer in your office, you try and hold up five to six years or longer to do the same? Arby's Computer Service. What is that loss in productivity doing to your bottom line? Do you know that we can sell you a brand new commercial computer that is super fast for less than the cost of your new iPhone or Android phone? Why are you waiting? Call us today. We can be reached at at 763-441-3884. That's 763-441-3884. Or on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today... I got some great news for you because today, today's show is called You're the One. Yep, You're the One. You're the One. The only one. Uh, and we're going to go into that, what that means day. You know, if you think of the whole set of all creation, right? In the beginning, God created. So the whole set of all creation, everything that's ever been created, that's a big set. And then you take a subset of that uh, of all human beings. And what makes human beings unique? And then in that subset, you take what makes every single human being unique. And in that subset, then you go, so what makes you part of all those other things so unique? Beyond your DNA, beyond your fingerprints, I'm talking about now your experience, your thought process, your trauma, your drama, your gifts, your talents, uh, your drive, all those things. And so Today, that's what we're going to be talking about. You're the one. And, you know, I love to create. Uh, man, my mind is always constantly creating. Most of it's good stuff. <laughs> Not all the time, but most of it's good stuff. Uh, and I had shared, actually tomorrow I will share on the radio some uh, emails. I got a couple of emails from listeners. I love to hear from my listeners. So please, if you want to uh, share, give me an opinion, share your thoughts about the radio show, the impact it's had on you, please email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. M-R-B-L-A-C-K at likeitmattersradio.com. 
So uh, I didn't know this, but I'm on the road. I'm in Minneapolis. I start a class tonight, Team 202, at the Best Western, uh, right across from the Mall of America. Uh, and uh, so I came up here, and so because I'm on the road, I don't do as many live shows those weeks. And so I, I record, I replay some older shows. And I uh, gave uh, Trevor a list of shows to play, and I really didn't remember what they were. It was just some cool titles. And one of them was when I paid uh, tribute to my mom, when I lost my mom back in uh, November. And that was, I think, Tuesday show, maybe Monday show. Uh, and I got a few emails from people, how much it touched them, the impact it had and all that. Uh, and it really was emotional. And, and tomorrow I'll, I'll share some of that information on tomorrow's show. Um, but uh, it got me really reflecting. And I started thinking about my mom and my dad. And uh, I'll never forget my mom and dad. They had a terrible marriage, terrible marriage. But my mom loved my dad, and my dad loved my mom. And uh, I remember uh, they would say they shared the song that, you know, as bad as things were, my mom would always say that, you know, your dad's the only one for me. Your dad's the only one for me. And I used to think in my head, well, because no one else would put up with you. <laughs> that's why he's the only one. I wouldn't say that out loud, of course, but that's what I'm thinking in my head. And so she said, matter of fact, uh, there was a song from the 70s. And I'm rethinking this yesterday. I'm going, oh, you're the one. And I'm thinking, you're the one. And you're the one. And uh, and so I want to find that song called You're the One, You're the One, You're the One. And I found the song, but it wasn't You're the One. It's You're Still the One. Uh, and as soon as I started hearing it, i got to be honest with you, Val found it for me. I started crying. It was so weird. And I texted Val. My wife said, oh, my gosh, I started crying. She goes, oh, my gosh, let me listen to it. And she has no reason why I got so emotional. Matter of fact, Trevor, why don't you play a little bit of that song for him? See, that's what I, you're still the one. And, you know, I, I learn all the time. And so what that made me remember as well was a lot of our memories, our recollections are not exactly as they were. Remember, 40% of all uh, um, um, memories are made up. They're not real. And so as I'm recalling, I remember it as you're the one, but it's you're still the one. And, man, that really brought a lot of emotion to me. And, and I want you to know, you're still the one. You're still the one. You know, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans for hope in the future. I hate to tell you this to some of you don't like it, but the Jews are still the one. <laughs> God doesn't break his promises. If he breaks them to the Jews, he'll break them to the Gentiles as well. So they're still the one, too. He'll deal with them with the great tribulation. That's the purpose of the great tribulation. The church will be gone, uh, but uh, God's going to have a final dealing with the Jews and bring them back in the fold, and then he'll deal with planet Earth because there's, uh, there's a penalty to pay. Uh, and so they're still the one. But I want you to know today, you're still the one. And what do you mean, still the one? Well, you are the one. You know, you know, uh, you know. If I say something, O.J. Simpson, oh, he's the one that dot dot dot. Right? How about Adolf Adolf Hitler? Oh, he's the one that dot dot dot. Right? Amelia Amelia Earhart. Right? She's the one that flew across the world. Right? Rosa Parks. She's the one. That wouldn't go to the back of the bus, right? Susan B. Anthony, she's the one that uh, was a foundation for the women's suffrage movement that got women the right to vote, right? She's the one. How about Dr. Edwards Deming? Dr. Edwards Deming was the creator of the Deming 14 Points. 
and an innovator of modern, improved quality production practices. After the Second World War ended, Japan was in ruins and was known for anything but quality. Matter of fact, there was a, they had a, uh, a city in Japan called Yusa, U-S-A. I'll never forget this. I read this years ago. Uh, and they would make things in Yusa, Japan, so that people would think it was made in U-S-A and buy it. That's how poor their quality was. And Deming was the American that went in and taught the Japanese the one fundamental they needed to know in order to not only succeed, but to become the dominant force of industry in the world at that time. So what was the fundamental that Deming taught to key business principles? Quality always cost less. You know, this way, uh, it takes a lot more to do, uh, to do something the second time right than it does to do it the first time right. See, Dr. Deming taught that quality always costs less, and that as long as the Japanese could focus on constantly improving, they would eventually be globally dominant. People often say the Japanese make better products, and to some degree, maybe it's true, but it's not because they have superpowers. It's because they've consistently focused on the practice of constant and never-ending improvement. It's called Kanai, constant and never-ending improvement, or Kaizen, as the Japanese call it. So Dr. Deming, he's the one, right? How about uh, Pastor Martin Niemöller, right? Pastor Niemöller was born in the Westphalian town of Lipstadt, Germany, on January 14, 1892. In 1910, he became a cadet in the Imperial German Navy. With the outbreak of World War I in 1914, Niemöller was assigned to a U-boat, of which he was eventually appointed the commander. Under the stipulation of the armistice uh, that ended hostilities in World War I, Niemöller and other commanders were ordered to turn over their U-boats to England, along with many others. Niemöller refused to obey this order and was, as a consequence, discharged from the uh, Navy. In 1920, he decided to follow the path of his father and began seminary training at the University of Munster. Niemöller enthusiastically welcomed the Third Reich, but a turning point in Niemöller's political sympathies came with a January 1934 meeting with Adolf Hitler. Niemöller and two prominent Protestant bishops uh, discussed state pressures on churches. At the meeting, it became clear that Niemöller's phone had been tapped by the Gestapo, it was also clear that the Pastors Emergency League, the PEL, which Niemöller helped founded, was under close state surveillance. Following the meeting, Niemöller would come to see the Nazi state as a dictatorship. And Niemöller, he's the one that said, first they came for the socialists and they did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for a trade, the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. And boy, I tell you, uh, there's a lot of Trump supporters out there that feel that same way. I tell you that right now. Uh, a lot of you are okay beating up on someone wearing a red hat, uh, disowning someone because they disagree with you politically. But boy, uh, when they're the ones being attacked right now, what happens when it's the other side being attacked? Uh, a lot of people that are cheering right now are going to be crying. A lot of people that are congratulating uh, CNN and MSNBC uh, are going to be complaining about what's happening. So the question today is, are you the one? And the answer is yes, you're the one. Now, what you got to figure out is what does that one mean? Are you the one that ended slavery? Are you the one that cured cancer? Are you the one that became a great parent? Are you the one? But I'm going to tell you right now, you're the one. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go into the uniqueness of you and why that matters and what to do about it. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes.
Like It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Like It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to Leadership Awakening. It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but you know, the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from, from go, when Mr. V opened those doors and said, you may enter, it was, it was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed. And it was only 48 hours. I spent six yeah. months in fire academy. So At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life. Learn how to achieve that purpose and tackle any challenge. Give Mr. Black 48 hours at the next Leadership Awakening class and watch powerful change take place in your life. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Like It Matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before. And they might not even know a stock from a rock but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am still the one. I am still Mr. Black, and I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you're still the one that was created for something great. You're still the one who has this pain and trauma from their past that can be used for God's glory and your good. You're still the one that today is the first day of the rest of your life. You're still the one who is called to be everything you can be. You're still the one that's working under construction to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And what is that one? 
you know, I, I love the Word of God. And again, this is not a religious show. I, I do my training, secular training, but I am a, I'm a man of God first and foremost. He is the love of my life. Uh, and so from the overflow of the mouth, I mean, from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you get me talking long enough, you're going to hear scripture out of my mouth. And uh, you were created for a purpose. You were created with a plan. Uh, uh, we serve an omniscient God. And so uh, there's a reason for everything. And uh, what you got to know is how can you take those everythings that you've been through and use them to the best of your ability to frame them? Because we all have trauma. We all have drama. We all have pain. We've all been treated unfairly. One thing I learned reading the good book is that there are two truths in that good book. There are lots of truths, but two truths that stick out to me. Number one, life ain't no fair. So put your big boy pants on. Put your big girl pants on. Life ain't no fair. I wasn't born 6'2 in a Kennedy. Life ain't. No fair. I was born white. That's a ter- it's terrible to be white today. Uh, you don't want to be white today. You want to be anything but white, but I can't control that. Can't control my skin color. I know this is going to ruffle a few feathers, right? The ultimate privilege, let's be honest. The ultimate privilege is to be proud of how God made you. The ultimate privilege is to be able to be proud of the color of your skin. The ultimate privilege, right? And yet, uh, if you have skin of color, then you can be proud of that. And if you have skin of no color, white, you're supposed to be ashamed. And so that's why I speak up, because like Pastor Martin Niemöller, right, he spoke up uh, and he said, you know, first they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's where America's going right now. Pastors, just be prepared. Uh, You're going to be someday, when you preach the word of God, like today, you're going to be uh, held to account in a negative way. They're going to tell you, shut up. They're going to maybe throw you in jail. They're going to call you hate-filled, a a bigot. All that's not true. Because you'd have to say the same thing about Jesus Christ, and that's not true either. So um, you're the one. Now, what you got to figure out is which one you are. You know, in a good book, whenever there's many times that God's uh, name was uh, attached to what he did, you know, Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides, Jehovah Shema, the God who is present, Jehovah Sidkenu, uh, the God is our righteousness, you know, uh, Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace, you know, so uh, you got to realize this and you're the same way. Uh, like when people think of Mr. Black, oh, he's the one that does that leadership training or Mr. Black, oh, he's the one that does that radio show. And so which one are you? And this matters because if you take a look at everything that was ever created in the seven to to 200,000 years, whatever you believe out there, how old the earth is, and I think you could actually be a child of God and believe in um, a creation and still prove that the earth could be a million years old. I don't think the two are separate from each other. It has nothing to do with evolution. You got to look at the gap theory between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2. Don't want to go into that. <laughs> but I want you to take a look at all that is the set of all things created. Okay, everything. Every animal, every creature, every building. And then within that, make things that are living. Okay, so now bugs and animals and human beings. And then within that, human beings, this top of line, you know, in the good book, we're told that uh, we are to have dominion over things. So what makes humans better than animals? What makes humans human? And I'm not talking about God. Now, this is not a religious discussion here. And I got this from thoughtcode.com. It says there are multiple theories about what makes us human, several that are related or interconnected. 
The topic of human existence has been pondered for thousands of years. Ancient Greek philosophers, Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, all theorized about the nature of human existence, as have countless philosophers since. With the discovery of fossils and scientific evidence, scientists have developed theories as well. While there may be no single conclusion, there is no doubt that humans are indeed unique. And, you know, and I got a list there of things that make us unique. Uh, and again, it's not a fully complete list, but it's uh, the larynx, it says, uh, the voice box. Dr. Philip Lieberman of Brown University explained that the human edge, that after humans diverged from an early ape ancestor, again, not buying in that part of it, but more than 100,000 years ago, the shape of the mouth and vocal tract changed with the tongue and larynx. The tongue became more flexible, the larynx lower. So he's saying the voice box, again, uh, dealing with the evolutionist, some of that stuff I can't really uh, even read. It was so farcical. Uh, and then he said the shoulder. The shoulder, human shoulders have evolved in such a way that according to David Green, an anthropologist at George Washington University, the whole joint angles out horizontally from the neck like a coat hanger. This in contrast to the ape shoulder, which is pointed more vertically. So shoulders. And by the way, I've heard this many times, like 98% of monkey DNA is similar to human DNA. Well, you know what? You can take the the biggest, tallest, buffest, uh, darkest skin, tall guy or woman in the world and compare him to a, a short, white, fat, dumpy, uh, I don't know, person. And you know what? 99.9% of their DNA is identical. 99.9. We are far more similar than we are different when we talk about human beings. But human beings are much different than any other creature out there. The hand and opposable thumbs. Although other primates also have opposable thumbs, meaning they can move around to touch the other fingers, imparting the ability to grasp, the human thumb differs from that of other primates in terms of exact location and size. So it's unique. Naked, hairless skin. Although there are other mammals that are hairless, the whale, elephant, and rhinoceros, to name a few, humans are the only primates, primates to have mostly naked skin. How about standing upright and bipedalism? One of the most significant traits that makes us human unique, um, that make humans unique, preceded, and possibly led to the development of other notable characteristics, bipedalism. That is using only two legs to walk on, right? And we stand upright. Blushing response. In the book, uh, The Expression of Emotions in Man and Animals, Charles Darwin even said that blushing is the most peculiar and most human of all expressions. It is part of the fight or flight response. How about the human brain? The human feature that is most extraordinary is the brain. The relative size, scale, capacity of the human brain are greater than any of the other species. And since we're talking about the brain, let's go deeper and let's now talk about the mind. Imagination, creativity, forethought, the human brain, the activity of its countless neurons, synaptic possibilities contribute to the human mind. The human mind is different than the brain. The brain is the tangible, visible part of the physical body where the mind consists of the intangible realm of thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and consciousness. In his book, The Gap, The Science of What Separates Us from Other Animals, Thomas Suddendorf suggests mind is a tricky concept. I think I know what a mind is because I have one or because I am one. You might feel the same, but the mind of others are not directly observable. We assume that others have minds somewhat like ours filled with beliefs and desires, but we can only infer those mental states. We cannot see, feel, or touch them. We largely rely on language to inform each other about what is on our minds. And how about religion and awareness of death? One of the things that forethought also gives humans is the awareness of mortality. Right? 
and we seek to a purpose. We are purpose-driven creatures, which again separates us from human beings. Uh, animals' sole purpose is to survive. In six months, my cats start howling if they're not fixed, and dogs start, right, because they're in heat. Because instinctually, they are to go copulate so they can procreate, so they can survive, keep the species going. They're animals. How about storytelling? Humans also have a unique type of memory, which Suddenfold calls episodic memory. He says episodic memory is probably closest to what we typically mean when we use the word remember rather than know. Memory allows human beings to make sense of their existence and to prepare for their future, increasing their chances of survival, not only individually, but also as a species. And how about biochemical factors? Defining what makes humans humans can be tricky as more is learned about the behavior of other animals. But one factor that may account for human language acquisition or rapid cultural development is a gene mutation that only humans have on the FOXP2 gene, a gene we share with Neanderthals and chimpanzees that is critical for the development of normal speech and language and the future of the species. So a lot of things that make us human beings. But now within that set of human beings that separates us from every other animal, there is you. You specifically, you're the one. And you know what's unique about you? Well, I watch a lot of forensic files, right? You know this. Our DNA is unique to us. You commit a crime, even that, uh, the, the, the guy in California that was killing and raping all those people seven in the 70s and 80s, uh, they finally found him. Why DNA? Because it's unique to him. Fingerprints, unique to you. You know what else? Your ears wobble to and fro. Your ear is so unique that it can be used to pick you out of a crowd. Did you know that? It turns out the ridges, bumps, and shape of your outer ear are so unique that it may soon be one of the best ways to identify you. How about the eyes? No two eyes have exactly the same iris patterns. The eyes have it. While your DNA does set the ultimate color and structure of each iris, the furrows, rifts, and pits you see happen randomly during the fetal development in the womb. It's called chaotic morphogenesis, and it's thought to occur when the iris tissue tightens and folds. How about your gait? You can tell about someone by the way they walk. There's actually people, technology used in China now that can just by the way you walk can identify you out of a crowd. How about the mouth? The mouse has spoken. Voice uh, recognition systems. You realize your tongue has a print just like your finger does that's unique to you? So I'm telling you right now, there is nobody else out there like you. You are unique. And not only that stuff, but the trauma, the drama, the history, the possibilities, the, the, all those things are unique to you. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about you're the one because you are. And after the break, we're going to go into why that matters and what to do about it on Like It Matters Radio. What can you do in 48 hours? What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like it matters, leadership awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare leadership awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there I don't want to say they put a band-aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net 
and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Hi, this is Tim. And this is Lee. And we're the Kingdom Builders. You've often heard us talk about our theme verse, Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men. We want to be as perfect as possible, but we realize nobody's perfect all the time. For example, we just did a roof for a lovely family here in the Twin Cities area and asked him how things went, and he said, the crew was uh, kind enough to move my barbecue grill off of the deck when we were doing the tear-off so we wouldn't get debris down on his barbecue grill. After the roof was complete, they put my barbecue grill back on the deck, but they got the grill backwards. The knobs were on the wrong side. (laughs) And I had to remind him, hey, Mark, we're not great barbecue grillers. We're just great roofers. We can't guarantee we're going to get your grill in the exact same position on the deck when we're finished, but we can guarantee the workmanship that we do on your roof for the life of the products. If you'd like a no-obligation estimate or evaluation on your roof or gutters, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And today, we're talking about You're the One. You're the One. And there is nobody else out there like you. You know, if I was to say uh, Martin Luther King Jr., ah, he's the one. He's the center of the civil rights movement, the real civil rights movement from the 60s. Uh, not what's going on now, which is just pure basic racism, but the real civil rights movement. Dr. King, I look forward to meeting him someday. Martin Luther King, he's the one that had the famous speech, I Have a Dream. And I really encourage you to read the whole speech. I read it one time on the radio. And the reason why Martin Luther King had hope was not because of government, was not because of the color of his skin or the color of the opposing people's skin. It was because of his love for Jesus Christ. You might want to read that whole his whole speech. Uh, he quoted a lot of scripture in there and talked about the, that's the, the peace that only comes from knowing God. That's the only thing that's going to solve this problem that we have in this world. When I would say that Martin Luther King, oh, he's the one, right? And there's a lot of things. Rosa Parks, oh, she's the one. Oh, Amelia Earhart, oh, she's the one. Don't you get it? And so think about this. When they say your name and then say, oh, she's the one or he's the one, dot, dot, dot. What would you want to come after that? Would you want it to be like Adolf Hitler? Oh, he's the one. Joseph Stalin? Oh, he's the one. Uh, Jim Jones? Oh, he's the one. Right? You hear it? That's my point. Or do you want it to be more like a Martin Luther King Jr.? 
Oh, he's the one. Or, or Martin Luther. Oh, he's the one that led the Reformation. Or the Apostle Paul. Oh, he's the one that wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. You see what I'm saying? Confucius said this, by three methods we may learn wisdom. First, by reflection, which is the noblest. Second, by imitation, which is the easiest. And third, by experience, which is the bitterest. I love that word. I'm not sure if it is a word, but bitterest. (laughs) It's a good word. Ralph Waldo Emerson put it this way. A man is known by the books he reads, by the company he keeps, by the praise he gives, by his dress, by his taste, by his distaste, by the stories he tells, by his gait, by the notion of his eye, by the look of his house, of his chamber. For nothing on earth is solitary, but everything hath affinities infinite. So powerful. And you got to know that, but if you ever commit a crime, uh, you're the one. There's nobody else that can be held accountable because there are certain traits that make you unique. And we all know this about the fingerprints. You realize that all the lines on your hands and your feet changes based on experience, except your fingerprints. Yeah, every single line on your hands and your feet changes over your lifetime. Did you hear what I said? Based on experience. So if you could go back and start all over again and relive your life and this time make different choices, your fingerprints might be the same. But I'm telling you right now, your hand and feet, all the lines on your hands and feet will be totally different. Because they're based on choices. I know it sounds weird. Look it up. See, uh, I think it's the 13th or 21st weeks in, in, um, uh, in, utero, in utero that we have our fingerprints come in at the same time the lobes of our brains come in. And I believe, and I can take your fingerprints and give you a 37-page printout of your brain, and that that same pattern in that fingerprint is the exact duplicate, the ditto, if you will, of the neural pathway in the corresponding lobe. You have five fingers, you have five lobes of brain, prefrontal, frontal, temporal, parietal, and occipital. And then you have the right side of your brain and the left side of your brain have totally different functions. And I capture your fingerprints and give you a 37-page print of your brain and tell you all your 10 and 8 intellects. I can tell you exactly how fast each intellect is and what the processor is in each intellect. I can tell you how much you process visually, auditorily, kinesthetically to 100th percentile. I can tell you what percentage of your brain is right brain, left brain. Matter of fact, uh, Paul Ridgway. That's how I met Paul Ridgway. Paul Ridgway... Um, I was introduced to him by a a friend, uh, and I captured Paul's fingerprints. That's the first meeting I ever had with Paul. I captured his fingerprints. I wanted to give him a brain map, and then he had me on his show. And I showed Paul something that nobody else in the world knew. There was something very unique about Paul Ridgway. And he was blown away that I knew that just by looking at his fingerprints. And here's what it was, that he was exactly even on right brain and left brain. He was exactly 50%, which is very rare. Most people have a little bit, they're more right brain or left brain. Some people are a huge difference in brain. All that, he said his neurologist told him that years ago. And no one else knew about that except people he told. But when I told him that, it uh, became a friendship with Paul. And he had me on a show uh, many, many times. I got a chance to uh, uh, be on there a little bit and got a chance to guest host after his death a little bit as they were finding a new. Uh, it was just uh, Paul Ridgway. He's a great man, great man. There's a guy. But he's the one. That when he walked into a restaurant, talked to everybody and, and talked about Jesus. He's the one, Paul Ridgway, uh, that really impacted a lot of people's lives in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. He's the one that truly became a mentor to me uh, as I'm learning the radio business. 
And so I want you to know they're, you're unique, not just your fingerprints, not just your DNA, but the way the lobes of your ears are unique, the, uh, re, uh, the arterial flow in the back of your eyes, the retina, it's unique to you. No one else has it. Your tongue has a print just like your fingers do. It's unique to you. I've seen uh, forensic files where they got people uh, convicted someone of a crime because they stepped onto a tomato with a bare foot. And that bare foot left an imprint on that tomato. And they were able to track this guy down five years later based on a footprint on a tomato that he climbed in a window, was outside, and he stepped on. And there was a print on that that they could pull. A stunning. I watch a lot of forensic files, and it shows you how unique every person is. But I want to go deeper now, and I want to share with you words. I heard this years ago from Alistair Begg. I don't know whoever wrote this, but it's so powerful and it's so true because it goes beyond genetics now. It's called Only You. It says, since the beginning of time, there has never been another person like you. Nobody has your smile, your eyes, your hands, your hair. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. In all of time, there has never been anybody who laughs in exactly your way. And what makes you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response in another. You are the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities. There's always someone who is better at one thing or another. Every person is your superior in at least one way. But nobody... But nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents or your feelings. Throughout all of eternity, no one will ever walk, talk, think, or do exactly like you. You are rare. In all rarity, there is enormous value. And because of your great value, the need for you to imitate everyone else is absolutely wrong. You happen to be special. And it's no accident that you are. Please realize that God made you for a special purpose. He has a job for you to do that no one else can do as well as you can. Out of the billions of applicants, only one is qualified. Only one has a unique and right combination of what it takes. And that one is you. See, you're still the one. And again, I'll bring God in this because there is a creator. And you were created for a purpose. Uh, my background's in neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. And Dr. Robert Diltz uh, uh, discovered something from uh, Gregory Bateson's work in the, uh, the Ecology of Mind uh, called the, uh, uh, the Logical Levels. And he says change and experience takes place at six levels. Uh, there's environment, there's behavior, there's capabilities, there's belief systems, there's identity. And for the longest time, there was those five pieces, just those five. Because in NLP, it's all about how do you know. It's all about subjective experience. It's all about quantification. How do you make yourself angry? How do you make yourself shut down? How do you turn yourself on? How do you know when you're done? How, these, uh, we do this stuff. It's all unconscious, but we got to get you from the conscious to the unconscious, and you'll see the program being run. And so for the longest time, there was just five. But here's why this matters. Einstein said years ago, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And that never made sense to me. Until I learned the neurological levels. Because change takes place from the top down, not from the bottom up. And when you change one level, then every level below it is affected. And so the top of the pier for the longest time of the chain was identity. 
So if you change your identity, then you would change your belief systems. You, those belief systems would change your capabilities. Your capabilities then change your behavior. And, of course, because you're doing different behavior, you're probably hanging out in different places. So you change it all. But I always do the reverse thing. You can take an alcoholic out of a bar. You change their environment. Guess what? They're still alcoholic. Matter of fact, you can even address their behaviors. You can remove all alcohol from their presence. Guess what? They'll drink NyQuil. They'll drink Listerine. You see what I'm saying? So for the longest time, it only had the five levels, but then they added the sixth one, which is spirit. Because most people, I got to be honest with you, most people's problem is their identity. Who are they? In my class, I ask over and over, who are you? Who are you? Why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you here? What do you want? Questions are existential. And the problem is if you have a problem with your identity and you stop there, there is no higher power. There is nothing above, so you're stuck. So Dr. Dilt and the people NLP, even though they don't believe in the God of the Bible or a God per se, they said there has to be something beyond man, bigger than man. They call it spirit, your bigger connection in the universe. And so that's why if you're really going to, if I'm going to help you as a leader, there's got to be something above you. Rule number one, leader, is not about you. Now, you're the one and you're the only one, but realize you were created. You have a purpose. And so after the break, I want to go into how do you know that? How do you reflect back? How do you take a look at some of the trauma, some of the drama? How do you take the pain, some of the unfair things that have happened in your life? And I'm telling you right now, if you're living and breathing, you've had unfair things happen to you. If you're living and breathing, if you're living right, then life's not easy. It's hard. I'm going to suggest that you embrace those things. Embrace them. Don't focus on them. Accept them as they are. And now let's work on making you the one. The one that changes your world, the one that lives a life with passion and purpose, the one that lives his life, her life, like it matters. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a give fish. a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions, and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Join our Posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. 
because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black, and I am in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis. Actually, I'm in Egan at the uh, Wellness uh, Radio Station, so that's where I'm at. I'm here because I am doing a Leadership Awakening class. We're going to have 14 people in that classroom this weekend, uh, Team 202, and uh, 14 lives will be forever changed. And they're going to find out that they're the one. They're going to find out that they're the one, that they have a unique set of skills, trauma, drama. We cannot change the past, ladies and gentlemen. But we can frame it. We can take it and use it uh, in the best possible way uh, to be more resourceful for ourselves and to other people. See, that's the key to life. We cannot control what happens to us, but we can control what happens in us. We cannot control the, the cards that we are dealt, but we can control how we play those cards. We can't control the weather, but if we're a sailboat on a ship, we can adjust our sails. You know, you got to realize what you can do and what you can't do. And we got to quit letting what we can't do keep us from doing what we're supposed to be doing. You might not be able to save the world, but you could save some in your world. You might not be able to save every marriage, but you might be able to save a couple marriages. You might not be able to save everybody in the inner city, but you can save a lot of them. You might not be able to share the gospel with the whole world, but you can share it with your world. We got to quit letting what we can't do interfere with what we're supposed to be doing. And the only way you know that is you know you're the one. You have a unique skill set, a unique thing. I shared this in the last segment. It's worth sharing again. Since the beginning of time, there has never been another person like you. Nobody has your smile, your eyes, your hands, or your hair. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. In all of time, there has never been anybody who laughs in exactly your way. And what makes you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response than another. You are the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities. There is always someone who is better at one thing or another. Every person is your superior in at least one way. But nobody, nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents or your feelings. 
Throughout all of eternity, no one will ever walk, talk, think, or do exactly like you. You are rare. In all rarity, there's enormous value. And because of your great value, the need for you to imitate everyone else is absolutely wrong. You happen to be special. And it's no accident that you are. Please realize that God made you for a special purpose. He has a job for you to do that no one else can do as well as you can. Out of the billions of applicants, only one is qualified. Only one has a unique and right combination of what it takes. And that one is you. Because someday, planes crash and people die. It's going to come to a point where you're going to be lying in a box at the front of a room. And people are going to be talking about your life. The quality, the impact, the relationships, the emotion. And when they say, well, she's the one, what's going to come after that? Or he's the one, what's going to come after that? Because Pastor Martin Niemöller was the one, a pastor who stood up to Adolf Hitler. Oh, he's the one that stood up to Hitler. And Dr. Deming, Dr. Edwards Deming, oh, he's the one that went to Japan after World War II and taught that the quality always costs less. And today we have Kaizen Kaizen and um, uh, constant never-ending improvement. Oh, Martin Luther King, oh, he's the one that was the center of the civil rights movement. Oh, Rosa Parks. Oh, she's the one that wouldn't go back to the back of the bus, wouldn't give her seat up for a white person. Oh, Amelia Earhart. Oh, she's the one that flew around the world by herself. Oh, Susan B. Anthony. Oh, she's the one that led the woman suffrage movement. So which one are you? What are you doing? How are you changing? How are you speaking up? What are you doing? And I'm going to tell you right now, it's time to reflect. You know, a summer's a time to kind of regroup. We've got vacations. The kids are home. Kind of, you know, things are a little bit different. I'm going to suggest that it's time to self-reflect. And let me tell you, self-reflection is a key to effective leadership. Confucius said again, I'll repeat this quote. I love this quote. By three methods, we may learn wisdom. First, by reflection, which is the noblest. You want to be noble? Second, by imitation, which is the easiest. Quit looking for the easy button. And third, by experience, which is the bitterest. And parents, you know this. Yeah, we made a lot of mistakes, and we work to teach our children in ways that they don't have to make the same mistakes we make, that they can learn from our mistakes, right? Because as Confucius said, the third is by experience, which is the bitterest. And so self-reflection is a key to effective leadership. If we are to improve our leadership skills, then it's important that we are aware of our strengths and weaknesses, our values and behaviors, and the ways in which we attempt to influence others. In other words, self-awareness and self-reflection is about learning to understand our leadership style. And so as we reflect back, there's lots of mechanisms. So my leadership awakening class, I do this in a very uh, um, non-didactive way. So I get people out of their head because let's be honest, I met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. If other people said and did to us what we say and do to ourselves, uh, we'd never be around people like that. I'm coaching a guy right now who's struggling. He's had four kids by four different women and living with a woman who has four kids. He's got a small income. Uh, He's had some uh, run-ins with the law. Uh, And, man, he's dealing with suicide, dealing with depression, you know, heavy drinker ready to take his life. And I'm just having to go inside his head and start having him reflect to start taking some of that stuff and start breaking it down. 
Can't tell you how many times I got a phone call at three or four in the morning. Someone's crying, got a gun to their head, and I have to talk to them and talk them out of that and help them go inside their head to reflect on what's really going on. And so you got to realize there needs to have a time to self-reflect, to go back, to look back. And as you're self-reflecting, you cannot change the past. We must remember this. It's not about guilt. It's not about shame. Those are from the devil. Those are from the enemy. Convictions from God. Guilt and shame are from the devil. Conviction means, man, I'm better than that. My family's better. They deserve better than that. You should be convicted. If you have not been the you that you're supposed to be up until now, be convicted that you're going to do something different. Draw that line in the sand and say, up until now. And so there's two ways as we reflect back so we don't get stuck in the pain of our past. One is called reframing. The frame we put around anything gives it meaning. And so a lot of times as we're going through life all hurried and rushed uh, that things happen and automatically there's meaning put to them. And a lot of times that meaning that's put automatically is not positive. It's driven by a negative belief system from our past. But because we're unconscious creatures, we're running along, we don't wear. We're not aware of it. Someone says, I love you, and then they cheat on you. Uh, a guy offers you a job, uh, and then they, fi- they don't give you the job. Uh, your best friend gives you a job, and then two months later you're fired. And so what happens is now you start creating meaning. Well, no one likes me. I'm not this. I'm not that. And then what happens unconsciously is you now have this pound of flesh, this record of wrong. So you have this history of all these people in your past who have dumped on you, who have violated your trust, who have rejected you. And then you're creating this belief system that I'm not likable. I'm not lovable. Now, you're not consciously doing this. It's going at the unconscious level. Remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. We are habit-forming creatures. There's something in your unconscious mind, your, your brain, I should say, unconscious brain, called uh, basal ganglia. Its entire purpose is to get you into a habit as quick as possible. And habit doesn't necessarily need to be negative. It could be uh, highly effective habits. And so you got to realize this is how you work. And because we get so busy checking boxes, we get so busy going from a meeting to meeting, we get so busy. Remember, the devil can't make you bad. He'll make you busy. We don't slow down to reflect. We, we cannot change the past, but we can do something different in the now moment so that this moment is different than the last moment and the next moment is different than this moment. That's what we do. And so self-reflection is an important part. As you go back and look at experiences, I have what's called the Thought and Emotion Journal. It's a nine-step process. Email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. I can send that to you. You can take any situation from your past that turned out worse than you wanted to, less than, and I can help you glean experience from it, glean lessons from it. And you got to remember there are three perceptual positions. As we go back, we got to remember there are three different ways to look at everything. First position is self, second position is other, and third position is what's called overview. Most of us look at things from our own set of eyes. We do that consciously, unconsciously. It's auto-programming. It's, it's what we call default. So you don't need to work on first position. You're stuck there, most people are. It's the second position. And it's what's lacking in today's most of the world, all the hatred, all the bitterness, where it's okay to condone your own hatred and condemn everybody else for theirs. You know, you got to realize second position is empathy. It's understanding. It's the ability to get out of your own map of reality and to step into another person's map of reality. And then thirdly is overview. Most of us do this on a regular basis. We look back. And so we're going to leave this song, uh, I mean, this show with a song from uh, You're Still the One. And reach out to me at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you be the one.
If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Hi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.